the passive beauty is that I can make sales in my sleep. I can process orders in my sleep because I'm not the person physically putting the item in the box. It's not me. It's never me. It's never going to be me. It's my manufacturer. So if I'm in Mexico on vacation with my friends, like I just got back from yesterday, all of my orders were still going through whether I was there or not. I wasn't logged into Shopify. I was minding my business having a margarita. That's the passive part. Hi, Offscripters. It's your host, Sewa Ajay-Pele, and welcome back for season six, episode 176 of the She's Offscript podcast. This is a show where we hear and learn from women who've created unique blueprints for their business success. My hope is that you'll hear their stories and translate their gems into a unique path for yourself. Today's guest, Asia Abstin, is what I like to call a pandemic phoenix. In 2020, she was a bartender earning $5 an hour. This was her career for over a decade when the pandemic hit and shut down the restaurant industry. With no college degree, corporate experience, or savings to fall back on, she decided to double down on a drop shipping business. Within 12 months, she had generated over $100,000 in revenue. Three years later, not only has her business grown, but she has also taught over 2,000 students how to start their own dropshipping businesses. In this episode, Asia not only gives us a step-by-step blueprint we can use to start a dropshipping business, she also shares the early mistakes she made, the tools she uses today, and insight into the future of the dropshipping world. Before we hear the rest of Asia's story, I would love it if you could subscribe, rate, and review our show on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you listen to audio podcasts. This will help to spread the word about our show so amazing stories like Asia's can continue to inspire women looking to launch their own off-script journeys. With that, let's go off-script with the CEO of the Lux Life Academy, Asia Abstin. Asia Abstin, welcome to She's Off Script. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. It's such a pleasure. So for anyone who hasn't come across you before, could you share who you are and what you do? Ooh, okay. So, hey, friends. My name is Asia Abstin of Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying. I am a serial entrepreneur, a teacher, a podcaster, all the things. But um, basically, the main thing that drives me is to teach people to work smarter and never harder. So if it's not passive and delicious and I can't do it on the beach, I don't want it. We're all about the passive income, especially given your brand of passive income. Could you explain the whole drop shipping world for us? Because you are an expert in the drop shipping field. So for anyone who's new to that term, maybe you could explain it for us. Absolutely. Okay. So I know drop shipping um, sounds like this new thing that nobody's ever heard of. But if you've ever ordered from Amazon, then you have experienced drop shipping. Amazon is the world's largest drop shipping store. So basically, how you'll order, you know, five things at once from Amazon and they'll come in three separate packages. The reason is because Amazon lets other people like myself uh, and like any of you out there use their platform to sell their goods under the Amazon umbrella. So that just brings it home for you. But basically as a drop shipper, I own an e-commerce business. The only difference is I do not hold, package, store, ship, process my own orders at all. So there's the website that I own, there is the suppliers and manufacturers, and then there's the customer in the middle. 
So when an order is placed on my store, I send that order to the manufacturer. The manufacturer sends that order to the customer. And all three people are happy about it. So far, it's sounding passive, but we'll <laughs> dig into it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so how did you even get into this whole drop shipping thing? Well, basically, I wanted to start a business. I had no money, no experience, no connections, no anything. Mm. Um, so the gods of Google were blessing me that day. And I was like, literally, how can I start a business with no money um, in a one-bedroom apartment with no college degree, no nothing? And the word dropshipping popped up. And once I did my research on it, I, my mind was blown. It was like, how is this a thing? And um, come to find out, it was a real thriving industry that was making billions of dollars. I just did not know about it. So when I found out that I could run an online store without having to package and ship merchandise, I was sold. Mm, Cause that's the hardest part, the inventory, putting the money up front for that. And then the, just how time intensive packaging and fulfillment is. Ugh, the fact that don't you get can it. cut that out, that's amazing. People don't get it. Like the inventory is the hardest part. First of all, the amount of money that you have to have to buy bulk inventory, mm -hmm. I didn't have. I was a bartender making $5 an hour. There was no way in hell I could do a $25,000 order for inventory. Mm -hmm. And then once I got the inventory, where was I going to put it? In my one bedroom apartment? Where was I going to warehouse it? And even then, how was I going to have the time to ship every order and take it to the post office yeah. when I was working graveyard shifts? It just was not doable for my life. So this cut out all of that part and allowed me to focus on the thing that actually matters, which is the sales, marketing, customer service. Mm. So sales, marketing, and customer service still sounds like a lot of work. So mm -hmm. for anyone who is still skeptical or maybe they've heard about drop shipping, but it sounds a bit scammy to them, mm -hmm. maybe you can dispel a little bit of that. How, sure. how is it really a passive business and how are you really able to generate a decent income from it? So the passive part is that I have put in a lot of work. Let's not make that a misnomer. I have put in a lot of work, years, learning how to do proper customer service, how to do marketing, how to advertise. All of that is real and that cannot be skipped. Hmm. The thing that makes it better than most online businesses, specifically if you want to do anything in retail or e-commerce and have inventory, is I'm cutting out ordering bulk product. I'm cutting out having to run a warehouse. I'm cutting out having to hire people to run a warehouse. I'm cutting out ever going to the post office. I'm cutting out ever having to have a scale and boxes and print labels. All of that stuff is so labor intensive and expensive. Mm. And you have to do that in business if you own your own inventory. So I'm fast forwarding past all of that and only getting to the part that actually makes you money, which is the marketing and the customer service and taking care of my people. So mm -hmm. it's not like uh, the money just falls out of the sky. It doesn't. But it means that 80% of the hard stuff doesn't exist. So everything I do for my business, I can literally do from my iPhone. Mm -hmm. I live in Miami. I'm on the beach every day. I run my business from my laptop or from my phone anywhere in the world. And that's what makes it not passive, but enjoyable, I guess, as, mm -hmm. as far as business goes, it's enjoyable. And then the beauty, the passive beauty is that I can make sales in my sleep. I can process orders in my sleep because mm -hmm. I'm the, not the person physically putting the item in the box. It's mm -hmm. not me. It's never me. It's never going to be me. It's my manufacturer. 
So if I'm in Mexico on vacation with my friends, like I just got back from yesterday, all of my orders were still going through whether I was there or not. I wasn't logged into Shopify. I was minding my business having a margarita. Mm. That's the passive part. Okay. I like the way that sounds. So (laughs) how much money does it take to get started with the dropshipping business? And what are you using that initial investment on? It is extremely affordable. And I mean, extreme. I think I started my business with $400. Oh, okay. Yeah. $400. Because remember, I was bartending. I was making $5 an hour. It was not even available. Like $5,000 was an astronomical amount of money to me Mm -hmm. at that time. So I probably had 400 bucks. Um, So you want to buy your samples. That's Number one, important how we differentiate ourselves from those people who are scammy and and shady because they're selling a product they've never seen. Mm. We want to order our samples. But the beauty of it is you're ordering one of something, not like bulk inventory where you're ordering 500 Mm. and then you get it and figure out how to sell it. You're ordering one to make sure that it's the quality that you're expecting, to make sure that it functions the way you expect it, to make sure that you're delivering the right type of product to people because you don't want to be that type of person that's just, you know, money hungry and out to get somebody. So that's what you're going to spend the bulk of the beginning of your money on. And then the rest of the money is all marketing. Shopify is $29 a month. The internet is free. You can get out here and do organic marketing for free. It's going to take uh, elbow grease, absolutely. But if you are on a budget, I fully, totally, thoroughly recommend this business because for less than 500 bucks, you can start something that can grow to five figures a month quickly. I don't want to say easily, but quickly. Mm. So $400 across inventory. So depending on what it is you're selling, and I guess and we'll exactly. get into that. That's why you That's don't have, I don't have a hard number for you right. because You might want to sell a water bottle that costs $10 to get the sample, or you might want to sell a computer desk that's $300 to get Mm -hmm. the sample. So I can't give a hard number, but it depends on what your sample product is. Okay. Products. So a Shopify website and what else? Just those two? That's it? (sighs) Really? To get started? That is all you need. Now, if you have a bigger budget... We want to have maybe a thousand dollars for ads. Okay. We want to have an ads budget if you can afford it. But if you can't, organic is the way to go. Like you can put a TikTok video out today that took six seconds to film in your kitchen with a ring light mm. that will bring traffic to your business. Like people, um, they love to obsess over Facebook ads and uh, Google ads and influencers and all the things, not realizing that organic marketing is the best place to start, whether you have $100 or $10,000, mm. because you want to master your messaging first. Organic lets you figure out what content works, what actually makes money, what actually gets people to your website. How do we get people to convert by doing it organically put people on your email list and you can get email marketing software for $5 a month. Like Mm. there really is no excuse to think that money is holding you back. Most people don't lack uh, resources. They lack resourcefulness. Mm -hmm. Ooh, I like that. I like that. So before you even get there though, how are you getting in touch with that manufacturer? Is this something that you're looking up on AliExpress or where are we finding the relationships? Absolutely. Uh, Relationships are not necessary in the beginning. Mm. 
When you're starting, when it's day one, you can log into AliExpress, buy a product and have it sent to your house without knowing anybody from anywhere. You don't have to call anybody. You don't have to um, ask permission to purchase. That is the point of that marketplace. It exists so that Joe Schmo, anybody listening, can at least stick their toe in the water and find out if this is something that they want to do for themselves. Mm. Later in the game, after you've made some money, after you've made some sales, then relationship building will be important. But for now, if anybody's starting a dropshipping business, focus on making the money. Nothing else matters if if this is not a real business. It's a hobby mm-hmm. because you're putting all this time into it and not getting anything back. I have noticed that AliExpress has a ton of vendors. So mm-hmm. do you have any tips on vetting those vendors just to make sure that you are picking the right kind of vendor that's not going to end up scamming you. Absolutely. And that is to read the reviews. Your full-time job when you get started is to read the reviews. If if it's 12 pages of reviews, read all 12 pages. on Not just on one product, but on multiple products from the same vendor. They should have pictures. They should have videos. They should have reviews. They should show their manufacturer. Um, If you send them a message online, how long does it take them to get back to you? And then when you order the sample, did the sample look exactly as pictured? How timely was the delivery? How good was the packaging? Was anything broken? You know, you have to do your due diligence. Mm -hmm. The beauty of it, though, is that you only have to do it once and you don't have to then go order 1,000 of them. Once you check off on your personal list, this vendor did everything they said they were going to do. Now the sky's the limit. Now we can focus on sales. Okay. So I've heard you say Shopify a couple times. Yes. Why Shopify? Why are you focused on that platform? Shopify is bay. Um, all other e-commerce platforms are wrong. Mm. And that's just what it is. That's a like, strong statement. Are they and I you? said what I said. <laughs> Shopify called me. Um, there are no other platforms for e-commerce. Okay. Period. Everything else is a joke. Shopify is that girl. She's been that girl. She's going to continue to be that girl. It is the most advanced yet user-friendly, like for beginners, platform that exists. So Wix is wrong. Big Cartel is wrong. They are wrong. You are wasting your time. All you're going to do is have to move to Shopify later. So let's just start at the top. Like, you know, if if you want to race a car. Do you want to race a Prius or do you want to race a Ferrari? Ferrari is going to win every single time. It just is what it is. And on top of that, Shopify is integrated with every other platform in the game to help you make money. Instagram is integrated with Shopify. YouTube is integrated with Shopify. WordPress is integrated with Shopify. They just are. So it doesn't mean that those other platforms aren't good because I have businesses on those platforms, but they are not for e-commerce. So selling something online, mm. it has to be Shopify. That's it. Okay. Now you Shopify about- call me. If you work <laughs> there, call me. Seriously. Yeah. Maybe they can sponsor this episode. <laughs> for real. But so you mentioned integrations. Tell me about how you then integrate your Shopify to whatever AliExpress dropshipper. Are they used to people doing this? Is it? Absolutely. It's built for that. It's quite literally built for those two um, platforms to connect. So there are multiple varieties. DSers is one that I love. Um, But what you'll do is put a plug in in the back of your Shopify store. This takes 30 seconds to do. You don't need to be tech savvy at all to do this. My six-year-old 
uh, niece could do it. So you're going to put a plug-in in the back of your store. And what that does is communicate when a customer orders from you to your supplier. It does it for you automatically, instantly. The, uh, the second that the person's credit card swipe goes through, mm. your vendor knows XYZ person located at XYZ city and state has ordered this product from you. Ah, so they on the AliExpress side, they may not even know you are a drop shipper. They just know they've received Not only do they not order. know, they don't care oh. because that's what they're there for. Mm-hmm. Like AliExpress primarily is a B2B marketplace. Like mm-hmm. they obviously, customers buy from them for sure, but they are prepared for you to drop ship. That's why the prices are the price. That's why the pictures are set the way they are. That's why the product descriptions are set the way they are. That's why when you scroll down and you're reading about the vendor, it'll say, we are drop shipping friendly. Let us know um, if you're drop shipping this product and we won't include the you know, stickers and ribbons and whatever that says our company. So they know, mm. they expect, they anticipate, they want, and that's why they're in the business that they're in. Okay. All right. So you're convincing me. You're convincing me. (laughs) Um, So what if you do pick a product and it doesn't sell? I think that's something that people may be concerned about. So how, what are the right kinds of products to drop strip? Because there are a ton of things on AliExpress. There absolutely are. Well, first, um, the worst case scenario for us as drop shippers, it doesn't sell. You delete it from your website and sell something else. I like that. Okay. I mean, it's not like I've done, that's Mm -hmm. what I'm saying. Like I've done bulk inventory. Nothing is worse than having 75 of this one thing you couldn't sell one of. You are stuck, you are trapped. And then what people don't realize about inventory is the inventory that you have is the money that is not in your pocket. And you cannot make money in your pocket holding 75 or 750 of this one thing you can't get rid of. For drop shippers, we don't have that problem. I literally delete it from Shopify and move on with my life and put a new thing in that place. So don't fear that um, if that's a thing that you're worried about. Now, as far as picking what sells, my two favorite things for beginners are to solve a problem or feed a hobby. If you do one of those two things, you are going to print money. You are going to have customers forever. Now, when I say solve a problem, that doesn't mean cure cancer. People get all like, they they get so stressed when I say solve a problem. I don't mean to cure cancer. I mean like how an umbrella solves the problem of you getting wet in the rain. Like simplify it, like dumb it down and think about what problems products solve. Look around your house, look around the room that you're in right now. What problems are being solved by every device item product in that room. And now feeding a hobby, I love because I always think of um, the video game community. Mm -hmm. Video gamers will buy every chair, every app, every headset, every microphone, every set of glasses with the blue razzle dazzle in it. (laughs) They will buy anything that helps them perform their hobby bigger and better than they did the day before. Mm. So those two are a great place to start. You will always have customers. Mm. 
So I think I've heard you talk about having high margin versus low margin. Could you walk us through that so that it helps us narrow down further the types of products we should have? So I, I think I heard you started with clothing and that didn't work because I'm sure people uh, are going straight to clothing now. The worst, the worst. Like I beg of y'all, please don't sell clothes. Please don't sell clothes. It's just, it's not. It's not what you think it is. It's not the vibe. And I get it. And I'm saying that out of love because I did it. Like been there, done that, wrote that book seen that movie, mm. hated it, would never again. Um, for so many reasons, but one of which is that if you're going to do all the work it takes to launch a business, we're not doing that for nickels and dimes. We are only launching the business so that we can quit our nine to fives, so that we can be six and seven figure entrepreneurs. Don't do all of this for peanuts and just enough money you know, to get groceries. We want to have High profit margins. Like if I could start all over, I would sell caskets. Really? Really. Because I would never be out of business and I would be printing money from my house. Absolutely. Like and people are buying caskets online through AliExpress? Not through, I, I don't know about if they're getting them from Ali, but I know that there are casket stores online. Absolutely. Oh. Okay. And I just say that to say, I will never run out of customers. That's true. That is, you are solving a major problem right there. And I don't know if anybody's ever planned a funeral. Caskets are $10,000. Mm. Mm. High margin. Hi, the highest of margin. And there's no returns. I mean, it is it's the perfect business. I mean, listen, it's the perfect business. If I had the time, it would yeah. be Asia's Casket, yeah. at Asia's Casket store. But just saying, like, don't, try to get into business to sell eyelashes. Like mm. respectfully, I buy lashes from the dollar store and I'm a seven figure entrepreneur. Like not the dollar store, the beauty supply store. Mm -hmm. Like there just is not enough money. You have to sell 10,000 of them in order to make some real money. So what can you sell that you can buy low and sell high? What Look around the product selection that you're thinking about and think of where are people making the most money on the product? That's just the place to go. Like I'm get rich or get drunk trying. I'm never going to teach you how to get by. I'm going to teach you how to get rich, period, mm. every single time. Okay. So that helps us at least narrow down what we're going to be selling. But yes. now the big question is how, because I feel like a lot of passive income strategies are highly dependent on marketing yourself well, Absolutely. because if no one knows about you, it doesn't matter. Right. It's irrelevant. So mm -hmm. I know you did talk about a little bit about getting on TikTok or using social media in general or running ads. So maybe you can share some of the strategies that have worked for you to get traffic to your sites. Absolutely. Um, so the thing about drop shipping that I don't think we've talked about yet is that it doesn't rely on you. It doesn't rely on me. My drop shipping store does not make money because my face is on it. Mm -hmm. Not my face, not my name, not my brand, my trademark, none of get rich or get drunk trying um is attached to my drop store, drop shipping store. So when you go and order something from Sephora, you don't have the foggiest clue who owns that website. You don't have the foggiest clue who owns Target. You don't have the foggiest clue who owns T-Mobile and we pay them every month. Mm. So I think that people have to disassociate personal brands, which are a real great, beautiful thing. We both have personal brands versus e-commerce. It's not about me. The product is the star of the show. The customer is the star of the show. Nobody cares that I have anything to do with it. So when you think social media, 
I don't want you guys to think you personally have to learn TikTok dances in order to, you know, go platinum on TikTok. It doesn't work like that. When I mean organic content on social media, I mean SEO blogs. I mean influencer marketing. I mean product videos that maybe the hand, if I was selling this cup, you might just get my hands uh, showcasing the cup in a beautiful background with great lighting. Not my face, not my dog, not my kids, none of that. Mm -hmm. Just the product being the star of the show. So you still want to use social media and organic marketing, but it does not have to be your personal face and your personal name being attached to the store because no one cares. It's not a personal brand. Kim Kardashian is selling skincare based on being Kim Kardashian, not just the skincare being skincare. But when you go into Sephora, you're getting the product because the the mascara does the thing, not Mm -hmm. because it's based on a personal brand. Mm, Okay. So that's good. I think that at least takes one barrier away from people. So once you figure out your organic social media strategy, you're, Mm -hmm. you know, figuring out how to work with influencers, you're taking products, videos, things of that nature. How are you amplifying that with ads? Because I know ads have really taken a blow recently just due to a lot of the privacy settings that have been implemented. Absolutely. So, iOS 14 shut right. a lot of people down. Right. Mm-hmm. So how is that working for you and is it still effective? Absolutely. Ads will always be effective. Like they just will always forever. That's their job. Like mm-hmm. Facebook only makes money when they get you customers. Google only makes money when they get you customers. Um, But the key is to understand and master your organic content marketing message first. Unless you've got money to burn. If you've got money to burn, feel free to give Facebook uh, all the money you want because their job is to put eyeballs on your ad, period. Not to get you customers Mm. because that's a whole nother web of, of, of shenanigans, but they will put eyes on your message. So that's why it's so important to use organic content first to master the messaging. What what works? What post, what blog, what freebie, what lead magnet, what whatever the thing is, mm-hmm. is getting people to take action that you want them to take on your website. Now that we know what action works, all we have to do is amplify it by putting ads behind it. So the like secret sauce to making money in e-commerce and business in general is organic marketing first mastered, then you take that message that has proven to work, not because you think it works or your homegirls said it was work, it would work, but because there have been ads to cart and people have actually purchased the thing. Mm. Now let's take that and put money behind it. I like that. So let's talk money then because- It's my favorite. Sometimes <laughs> it's sometimes abstract. I think when people mm-hmm. come and say, you know, I do a hundred K a month, it's really difficult to understand how much of that is in my pocket. So right. are you spending $90,000 on ads no. in order to make a no. hundred thousand? Right. So what does that no. look like? And never do that guys. Never, 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 ever do that ever, ever, ever. Um, okay. So another one of the beauties of drop shipping, like I love this business model. I will never not love it. So the beauty of it is, or let me view compare and contrast. Mm. When you buy bulk inventory, let's say you spend 10 grand on that bulk inventory. And now you've sold that bulk inventory. You're already $10,000 in the hole. You're negative from, from, from junk because that's just the nature of the game. You have to pay yourself back 
the money that you spent. In drop shipping, it doesn't work like that. I do not order a product until you have already given me the money for the product, period. When you swiped your credit card and then I ordered the product. So whenever that sale happens, I've already pocketed my money. My profit already belongs to me as soon as you swipe your credit card. Mm -hmm. So you're already in the plus. And most businesses cannot relate to that at all because they have so much overhead. They have cost of goods. They're already in deep shenanigans from Mm -hmm. the jump. Okay, so that's number one. Number two, this is why it's so important to master your organic messaging first so that when the ads go, the ads can only win. So if I put in $1 in ad spend and I made $3, then it doesn't matter how much money I spent on ads because I'm tripling my money every single time. Mm -hmm. So the combination of those two things makes dropshipping 70 to 80% profit. And I don't know other businesses short of digital products. I don't know other businesses that operate in that type of profit margin because they can't because they have to buy inventory first or a warehouse or have employees or have all the things. So it's just a different ball game when you're number one, not purchasing product. And number two, you're smart enough to figure out what works organically before you even touch ads. Like ads is a masterclass in and of itself. Like people often fail um, and a lot of business models because they think that somehow they can just be an expert at all the things and don't realize that there are people who have master's degrees in marketing, just marketing, mm-hmm. just e-commerce marketing, just in email copywriting, just in um, writing uh, ad copy. These are like 12 different jobs. So no one person is going to be able to do all the things well. It is impossible. So just a pro tip for anybody out there, outsource to people smarter than you Mm. immediately. Like do learn enough about the things so that you're not bamboozled by anybody. And then take the first dollar of money that you get and hire somebody that is smarter than you at the thing immediately. That's what Upwork and Fiverr are for. Mm. So when you look back, what are some of the mistakes that you would caution other people to avoid? I made all the mistakes. Um, (laughs) The first mistake was selling what I wanted to sell instead of what people wanted to buy. Mm. Solve someone else's problem, right? Solve somebody else's problem. Like, Mm. hello, what are people looking for? What is happening in the world? What, where is the money going? And now, like, cause I started eight years ago. So there weren't as many resources as there are now. There is no excuse. Somebody, you could look up hashtag TikTok made me buy it and have a drop shipping store done in 24 hours that will make you money. There are no excuses. The way social media is set up, the way everybody wants to be an influencer. And the second you get on your feed, it's somebody holding up a product saying, I bought this from this place and I did it because of this, this and that. And y'all are not like, hello, I should be selling that. Mm. No, the problem is the people want to sell hair extensions. They want to sell lashes. They want to sell clothes. Baby, the world is just so much bigger. There are so many other things to sell that are easier, less complex, less um, highly saturated. So that was my biggest mistake in the beginning was selling what I wanted to sell instead of what people wanted to buy. Mm. My second mistake is that I waited too long to invest in help. I would be Bill Gates by now if I would have only like 
really bet on myself, put my money where my mouth was and hired somebody smarter than me to just teach me the things instead of trying to be a DIY YouTube entrepreneur. Mm. Epic freaking fail. Wasted years doing that. Mm. Well, that's two things that I think you can apply to a lot of different businesses. businesses. Right. Ooh. All right. So now that you have been in the dropshipping game for so long, what do you think is the future of dropshipping? What are you trying to do next? I would say it's as bright as a thing could be. Nothing is growing the way that dropshipping is growing. Other than like AI, nothing is growing the way dropshipping is growing. And let me tell you, think about the mall the mall, wherever you live, wherever everybody listening and watching lives, Mm. how many stores have closed in the past three years? Victoria's Secret's going out of business. Macy's is going, not Macy's, what's the other one? Kohl's and Sears and JCPenney, Bed Bath & Beyond. Every Mm -hmm. time you go into the mall, a store that you've been shopping at your whole life is going out of business. And if they're not going out of business, they're only moving to online. Morphe, the makeup brand I use, closing Mm. a thousand stores. Like, All of these businesses are only going online. So just take dropshipping out of it. They're only moving to online because a traditional brick and mortar is dead. It's a dinosaur. It's unaffordable. People, Mm -hmm. and the pandemic just made it 10 times faster, but people want things delivered to their home. So those days are behind us. E-commerce is up. I was just reading an article about Foot Locker is adding dropshipping. Nordstrom just started dropshipping two years ago. Like it's only getting bigger and better. And these massive corporations that make billions of dollars a year are figuring out Mm. that they do not need a physical location. They do not need to build their own massive uh, secondary brands. They can just use their platforms as dropshipping platforms and bring other businesses together under one umbrella. So it's really just going to the moon, independent of me being in it. It just is going so well. And it's never, I don't think things are ever going back to how they were before. Oh, wow. So for anyone who is hearing what you're saying and they're interested in kind of going deeper down this road, Mm -hmm. where can we find you? How can they work with you? Absolutely. So it's get rich or get drunk trying on Instagram, on TikTok, on all the platforms. And then I have a free training. If you'd like to attend, that's free dropshippingtraining.com. It's about 90 minutes. And I'm just telling you the strategies, the five steps uh, to get started, really just giving you the game that I wish I had when I started eight years ago and couldn't find anything about dropshipping, let alone from somebody that looked like me. Nice. Well, for anyone who's heard everything Asia said and you're interested in going deeper, there you have it. Thank you so much for sharing all your knowledge with us today. This was amazing. Thank you. It was my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Truly. Great job. You're welcome. Hi, Offscripters. I'm so glad you made it to the end of this episode. If you found this show helpful, please pay it forward by sharing us with your network and leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Between episodes, you can find us on Instagram. Our handle is at She's Offscript. Or you can catch up on past episodes at She's Offscript.com. All right, with that, we'll see you right back here next Thursday for another episode. Bye.